Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Give Social, a show about helping you improve through inspiration. Each week, we discuss the things that make your heart sing through stories, interview, and debate. Every day, normal people do amazing things in business, charity, or through self-improvement. And we are here to celebrate. My name's Rob. And I'm Jen. So if you're looking for authentic, down-to-earth and practical help to build a better life, then we welcome you to the show. And just to make sure you never miss an episode or one of our bonus podcasts that we might sneak in from time to time, don't forget to subscribe through your preferred podcast provider. It's easy and more importantly, it's free. Now, let's get on with today's show. So welcome to the show. This week, we are looking at all things working from home. Being a worker at home using modern technology, finding the balance between work and home and sharing some of the tips that we've picked up along the way. And obviously COVID has had a big impact on us and it's been a big topic over the last few months. But let's put that to one side because lots of people were working from home before all of this and will continue to do so afterward. So whether you work from home for yourself or for someone else and whether it's full time just a couple of days a week, or maybe even just as and when you need to. Hopefully, you'll find this episode of interest and always we'll be sharing our own experiences as we go along. We did cover working from home briefly during our COVID episode, but we wanted to look at it in a bit more depth as it's something that we have become very experienced (laughs) in. And as we said before, it is something that isn't just COVID related. Mm. 
So we'll just be chatting about it today and sharing with you some of our tips for working from home, which we hope you'll find useful. Yes. So we'll dive straight into the tips and we've split these out into five main topics, which are setting a routine, creating the right space, technology, productivity, and probably the most important one, looking after yourself. And these are all sort of just topics that we've found have helped us. And so these have been the the five main areas of of focus that we thought we could talk about and might be helpful for people. So the first one is setting a routine. So setting a routine, getting up dressed and ready for the day like you would if you were going to work sounds Mm. really simple. Mm. It is not something that I have been great at. (laughs) No. My day is backwards. Okay, yeah. So normally I would get up in the morning, I'd get in the shower, I'd get washed and and put my aftershave on, Mm -hmm. put my clean clothes on and go out for the day. Mm. And then I'd get home in the evening all smelly from the day oh nice (laughs) and then but now i get up normally very early i go downstairs Mm. and then i'll kind of be in those clothes that i got out of bed in or Mm. put on as i got out of bed most of the day i'll be Mm. honest especially if i know that i'm not going to physically meet with somebody yeah or have a zoom call first thing even if i have a zoom call very often they can't smell me through zoom (laughs) So I'm not going to be jumping in the shower. Now, what I'm trying to do is turn that on its head Mm. now and go back to what I did before, Mm. because we're in this for the long run. That's the thing. Maybe that was fine at first, but it is just if this is now going to be a long term thing. I do have to say, though, I would, going back to turning it on its head, Mm. I would have my shower at 7 p.m. You, yeah, you would have a shower. Yes. Yeah, you're not saying you go all day without one. <laughs> yes, I would have my shower at yes. 7 p.m., put my aftershave and then my clean night gear on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a really, really important one. And mm. I am making this vow to you now mm. that I am going to start <laughs> having a shower in the morning and getting myself dressed like I'm going to work. But I think the point is with this is setting a routine. So for us, like getting dressed and getting ready for the day like you would if you were going to work is something that has worked. That's worked for me, but, you know, not every single day, but that is something that can start you off. But, you know, setting a routine doesn't have to be exactly that. You can have your own routine the way that you've done it. That could be your routine. That could be a new routine. Now, the only time that I do have my shower in the Mm -hmm. morning is if I go out to exercise. Yeah exercising before work is really good i love it yeah and this is one of the things i'm really trying to build into my routine more and more Mm. um if you do it i find my head is clearer yeah i'm much more focused and i'm ready for a day with a bit more energy Mm. i am not talking about going out and doing 15 kilometers (laughs) or cycling the tour de france before you start work literally just getting out Mm. walking jogging sauntering whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you do Get out there at least half an hour and do something that wakes you up and invigorates you. Yeah. We've recently started to do that much more often, but we try to do it as a family yeah, as you well. You may have seen on our Instagram, you follow yes. us on Instagram, that we'd been out for an early morning run, hadn't we? I think, we what did. was it, at 6.30? Yes, to Lytham St. Anne's, yeah. which is in a lovely little coastal town in mm-hmm. Lancashire. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were all up very early. Mm-hmm. So rather than waste the opportunity, we went out and we jogged for five kilometers. Uh, we took Billy to McDonald's on the way home. Yeah, he was on his bike. We didn't make him run 5K. <laughs> and we were very good. We didn't have a McDonald's breakfast. We didn't. We'd had a cup of coffee. Yeah. 
Uh, but we, we came back home. We were home by eight o'clock, half past eight. Yeah, and we yeah. started the day right. Mm. Lovely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd, but also making the most of the time you would have spent traveling. So these things that we're doing now mm. are things that we probably could never have done if we were traveling further afield for work. So if I was going to London, I was getting a 550 train mm-hmm. or the 650 train, one yeah. of those two. And then I wouldn't be home till eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Now we, we've not got that. So if you can get up for a train, you can get up to do something more productive as well. And yeah. that's really, really important. So, and it doesn't matter what that thing is as well. Mm. I did get up and meditate the other morning. You did? And it was lovely. Yeah. Really, really nice. I really enjoyed it. I just sat down on the couch before anybody else was up, stuck my headphones in and got central with my chi. Oh, okay. It was lovely. <laughs> Very good. But you might decide that you want to just listen to a podcast or yeah. whatever you would have done normally when you were traveling. Mm. You can do that anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing. It's, the, it's, it's picking those routines that just keep you in that momentum yes. and keep you active and keep you motivated and whatever that may be, you know, different things work for different people, they do. but it is, it's just setting that routine that works for you. And those are just some of the things that, have, you know, worked for us one way or another. Um, so the next thing is creating the right space. So it'd be all too easy and we've all done it, you know, just sticking your computer on a kitchen table or yeah on your knee on the couch or whatever but actually it's really important to get that space set up and actually create some boundaries so that you know it can be really hard to focus when you're working from home and so creating that space and creating a a place that you can go to and say while I'm in that room you can't disturb me or we talked about that didn't we in our previous episode about self-improvement yeah and around creating the environment And that was all around self-improvement and Mm. productivity for what we were doing. But now we're talking about working from home Mm. and creating that space, that environment is just as important for doing that than it is for when you want to um, be improving yourself. Mm. And if you can, if you're able, whatever way it is, there there is a place and a time for work Mm -hmm. and there is a place and a time for yourself. Yes. When we were all going out to work in a office factory shop wherever it may be Mm -hmm. that was easy yeah but it's not going to be like that anytime again soon so it's down to us to create those spaces between Mm. home and work yeah and even if you do already work from home like I say it doesn't all have to be necessarily because of covid or it's something new to you you know if this is just something that you do anyway because you work for yourself um there are still some really bad habits that you can get into so it's almost mm. this hopefully will be useful for people who are just trying to re-center themselves actually and just bring themselves back to okay i've got myself into a little bit of a rut or whatever it may be and just finding ways to freshen up that experience of, of working from home so one of the things that i have been quite pleased with mm. is that neither of us ever do our work sat on the sofa no, and that's a that's a really big thing because the lounge for us anyway is a place where you want to relax in the evening. So wherever that is for you, I suppose the tip here that we that we would give you is that don't merge those two spaces. No. So if you do have an area where you relax in the evening, you know, so, you know, even if it's just that you know your bedroom or wherever, try and separate those spaces so that you have a physical or a visual barrier between yes. you working and then when it's time to switch off and relax. Definitely. 
And, you know, where possible, you know, trying to get yourself out and having a change of scenery can really give you a boost. So, mm. you know, creating the right space is one thing. And we actually set up our spare room, which was a spare room and did have a nice fold out bed in it that was a couch or, you know, yeah. could be a place for people to stay over. But we've not only repurposed that into an office setup, we've also repurposed it into our podcast studio as well. So yeah. this is a shared space, but it's a focused space and a space where we can. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a shared space, but it's a shared creative space. Mm. So we can work in here. We can do the podcast in here. Yeah. Ultimately, this is a place where we come to focus and do some work, whatever exactly. that may be. Exactly. But you do need a change of scenery sometimes. So getting yourself out, having a change of scenery. Now we can be going out to coffee shops and things, you yes. know, obviously in a social distance way, but you can go out <laughs> and you can have that change of scenery just to give you a little bit of a boost and making it fun as well is another thing. So in terms of having the space, we often play sort of top trumps with who has the most senior person on a call gets the office, gets the, you know, and the other person has to be elsewhere. So that's always been a little bit of a um, a space wars. Yes. Space wars. The top jumps is a good one because um, you get to learn a little bit about more about your partner's day because Mm. you get to know who they're meeting and you're not just (laughs) um, in separate areas. So yeah, that's a really good one. But also that whole thing around mixing, actually having fun and mixing up with your environment can be the same thing. Yeah. Long, long before COVID. I remember last year we went to Iona. We did. A beautiful, beautiful Scottish island that I absolutely love. Mm. We love as a family. Mm. I worked from there. You did? We had internet. We had a little cottage. It's Mm. a tiny island. But it was an opportunity where, because I'm working agile Mm. and I had no meetings in that week Mm -hmm. and I had a big piece of work to do, Mm -hmm. we were able to go and sit in that cottage as a family. Mm. You got to go out and time with billy while Mm -hmm. i sat and did my work Mm -hmm. and then in the evening we got to enjoy the experiences of being on this island yes we are so lucky that we were able to do that Mm. but if you have the opportunity and you are allowed to Mm -hmm. um, which i think now more people are Mm. much more flexible Mm. is use that time productively and more fun to do things with your family that allows you to be more productive at the same time yeah we'll come on to productivity as well in a bit the next one is technology now i i think the the first thing i would say here before anything else (laughs) is sort out your technology Mm. simple as that okay so being a worker from home using modern technology can be a challenge in itself but it's totally unavoidable you gotta do it totally unavoidable yeah, yeah. okay so yeah. there are simple things that people can do one of the first ones is get a broadband router so your wi-fi strength is good all <laughs> over the house yeah yeah especially if you are in a relationship where or you've got a family mm. where there's lots of people in that house using the internet yeah we've had to get things like a booster mm-hmm. um some very nice companies will pay for you to have a booster in your house so mm-hmm. that you can work productively. We know someone who got one of those recently <laughs> sent from work because mm-hmm. I had to go and install it because I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but also um, just making the, making the most of that time that you have is it's a good investment. It really is a good investment yeah. to make sure that you have enough Wi-Fi and broadband around your house. Yeah. If you have laptops or computers or phones that you've been given by work, they may not always work as well as you wish they would. Okay, so there's a whole thing about preparation here. Mm. And look, 
let's let's be honest. Let's be frank. A lot of companies are just getting used to having all their staff working from home. Yeah. They didn't choose to do it. Mm -hmm. They were forced into it. Um, But there is a huge, huge opportunity, not just for the companies, but for the individuals as well, to Mm -hmm. show that this can work. So if you do like working from home, Mm -hmm. then show them that you like working from home and be prepared. And when I say be prepared, I mean be prepared to maybe, if the meeting is the right type of meeting, it's not ultra secure Mm -hmm. and you can access it from your own computer. Use your own computer. Yeah. If you, if your work laptop fails. Yeah, exactly. Um, then you have an option. Yeah. Um, think little things like make sure if you've got a work meeting and you're doing it on your work laptop, if there's an opportunity to have a phone number for that meeting as well, so mm-hmm. that it's a conference call where people can meet online and over the phone, make sure people have the phone number. Yeah. Or if you're going into that meeting, make sure you have the phone number because yeah. if your computer fails, don't just turn off your computer and think that's it. That's it. Can't get in. I can't get in. I'm not going to that meeting. Exactly. Give, give, give yourself and the company the best opportunity and the best chance for you to continue working mm. productively from home. Yeah. I think exactly. is my bit of advice. There. Yeah. Um, yes. It's frustrating when things don't load, you can get into a meeting with poor communication, you know, your internal work networks might go down and things like that. But, um, you know, this happens for a lot of people and even when they are in the office too. So this is not a problem that's exclusive for those working from home. We just have to be a little bit more understanding and flexible. And it does work both ways because I want to add there that if you are a boss listening to this Mm. and one of your staff can't get into the meeting and they have tried reasonably Mm. to access the meeting, then be understanding. And this is the thing, isn't it? Being a worker from home, using modern technology has all these challenges, but especially yes. if you're not the most tech savvy. Yes. Cause you know, I mean, I'm lucky cause I have you, you know, I can get, I, mean, I can get by with tech. I know, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I've, I've got a good understanding of it all, but you are just on a, another level. So a lot of this happens for me without me even knowing it, like the router thing, that was just a thing that appeared one day and meant I could take my laptop outside and work in the garden, which was fantastic when the weather was nice. It's yeah. rained ever since I think yeah. but you know at that point and I think that it's about building that isn't it and, and yeah. understanding that actually not everybody is as tech savvy like you say in our friends who got given the router from work but then didn't know how to install it or yes. you know so it's just about the balance isn't it between I think that will change in the next few months yeah. going ahead though I think people are becoming much more tech savvy we went out for a bike tweet yesterday mm-hmm. and there was an elderly couple came into the place for a meal yeah and they had to order their meal using a QR code on the table yeah. because they weren't being served at the table. And I could see the staff go over and say, oh, are you okay? Do, do you know how to use a QR code? And, I, and I, I looked at this lady who looked at them and said, yes, I know how to use a QR code. Yes, I've I, got a smartphone. I've got a smartphone. I thought, good on you. Good <laughs> yeah, on you. Exactly. Get in there. So people... Are, they, what is happening now, mm. and we're not going to mention that word, mm. what is happening now is transforming the way in which people are adopting technology. Yes. And it's ace. Yeah. Take advantage. Make that an opportunity for you. Definitely. And I think there's other things as well, not just about actual kit making it work, but it's just getting used to doing things in a different way. So like that couple who were out ordering the meal ordering a meal in that way is completely different to them. They've got yes. on with it. They've learned how to do it. And that will then probably filter through into, into other things. But it's, you know, 
although you're probably still speaking to lots of people, there is still that lack of real face-to-face human interaction, just looking at faces on a screen. And so as well as kind of giving yourself a break to get used to learning something new, whether it be a new bit of software or just how to use a bit of kit, it's actually really important to give yourself breaks just from the screen itself. Oh, definitely. Um, and we're going definitely. to come on more to looking after yourself shortly. But it's this is why it's really important, even if it's just taking yourself off into a different room for lunch or going out for a 10 or 15 minute walk. Those are the sorts of things that will really help. And although these are things that are brilliant, that will help you stay in touch with your work colleagues in a more social way, because you can have meetings and you can do yeah. all those things, but you can also use them as an idea to make time for non-work chats, you know, catch up on the weekend, you know, like you would have done in the office. Yeah. So there's a danger of sort of straying into forced fun with quizzes and things. And we did cover Zoom quizzes and yes, things did, on, our, yes. on our other call. But yeah, so I think with this, it's around technology, embracing it, yes. getting used to using it, taking that bit of personal responsibility to try and learn some new things really and make it work for you. Yeah, I think the bit about having a break, taking 15, 20 minutes away from a mm. screen is really, really important. Mm. And and you just touch upon something else there as well. I'm just kind of thinking through here around when I worked in an office, when you did the nine to five, eight mm-hmm. till four, whatever it may be, mm. the majority of people, they got their lunch break. Yeah. And the lunch break was normally about 45 minutes. Some people are lucky and got an hour. Mm. But the first thing you did on your lunch break was you got away. Yeah, exactly. So what you did was you walked to the canteen if you had one, or you walked over the road to the shop and you sat down with your work colleagues maybe, or Mm -hmm. if you didn't want to be with your work colleagues, you just (laughs) went off on your own and sat down and thought, this is my time. 45 minutes, an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just sit here. Yeah. Working from home, that has become more difficult for me. I I suddenly become very aware that actually there's a whole guilt thing about going out at lunchtime. Yeah. In case you somebody wants you on the laptop, somebody wants to Skype you or mm. um, send you an email and you haven't responded for 45 minutes. On reflection, that's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And really nobody stupid. probably is expecting that of you at all. Same as you no. aren't thinking that of somebody else. You just think, oh, they're busy. Yeah. They've not answered an email for 40 minutes. They're busy. But this leads into the productivity bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And this is a big one for me. And there's a big debate amongst employers and employees about productivity and working mm. from home. Mm. Um, different working environments suit different people. It's as simple as that. Mm. Some people have absolutely taken to it mm-hmm. working from home and they love it and they don't want it to end. I've spoken to some people who say, I cannot wait to get back into the office. Mm. Look, it's simple for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I like using that word simple, Mm. but maybe it's because I am simple. Mm. But some people can be more productive on some days than others when Mm. working from home. Mm. But that is exactly the same as when you go to the office. Yeah, exactly. I've spent many a day in an office doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, getting through the day. Getting through the day, just... Going to meetings, Mm -hmm. listening, sat in meetings, listening, not even while I'm physically present, certainly not being mentally present. Mm. Um, And I've gone home that day and gone, ugh, I don't want to go in tomorrow. Yeah. I still do that at home. (laughs) (laughs) But at home, I think that sometimes you can feel like you're missing something because you're not at work as Mm. well. And so it's really, really important. I know that you more than me miss things like random conversations with people. Mm. Um, uh, you've you've gone a few times into work now. You've mm-hmm. had an hour here and there, an mm-hmm. afternoon or a morning. And I know you're the type of person who will 
meet somebody over lunch at break time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> break time. That sounds like, like school. Like we're at school. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, you'll take a break and you'll go and have a brew with them. Yeah. Me, not so much. Mm. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's not that I'm unsociable. It's just that I don't necessarily miss that in my working day mm. as much as maybe you do. From a productivity point of view, I think those are the things that actually can can sort of draw on your productivity. Yes. Because you end up passing somebody and yeah. having a chat with them and you, you know, you were on your way, really focused, right, I'm going to go and get this piece of work done. But as you pass somebody in the corridor, you go, oh, hi, how's it going? And chat, 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 chat. And then you're 10 minutes behind where you would have been. Whereas at home, you don't have that yes. sort of, in, not interruption. You do have interruptions because there's different distractions at home. But, you know, it's... Yeah, so from a productivity perspective, I, I would view stopping and having a brew is not productive yeah whereas you view going for a brew with somebody that you work with is quite productive especially if you need to catch up with them on something yeah if you need something building out that of it. network and things like that yeah so how do the question then is how do you do that if you're working from home yeah and there are just different distractions at home of course but they're probably a bit easier to handle when it's kids and you can distract yes. them with a game of minecraft or some cookies in a movie while you focus for a bit you can't really do that with your co-workers just go oh, i really like you i really love you to chat but you know shiny ball throw that off you go and chase that while i just go off and get what i need done yeah so don't so the productivity thing for me is good because People tie me down to meetings via my email. Mm. And so it appears in my diary and I end up on lots of phone calls. I've talked about it already, I think, where as in one day I had a meeting in South Wales, mm-hmm. followed by a meeting in Devon and Cornwall, then a meeting in London mm-hmm. and finished in Suffolk, <laughs> um, all virtually. Mm. And it felt like the most productive day in the world. However, I suppose what that also does is distracts me from being able to be productive in other ways because yeah. I'm constantly going to meetings. Whereas before I've probably gone to one meeting that mm. day. Now I'm constantly in meetings and maybe not getting other work done that I need to do. So we've got to keep finding new ways working from home to be more productive. Mm. I find because I get tied down with meetings that starting work earlier helps, especially when nobody else is working. Yeah. Nobody else is up. <laughs> yeah. And, and, so I am more productive in the mornings anyway, mm. but I get on with my own stuff because nobody else is disturbing me. Mm. So I think there's something about finding when you are most productive. For some people, it might be first thing in the morning. I, I have somebody um, I work with. Hi, Nicola. She won't mind me mentioning her. <laughs> she is very productive in the evening. Mm-hmm. So she, we have that freedom within the workplace that actually she says, I like doing this piece of work in the evening. Also, she has a child that she wants to and has to look after. Mm-hmm. So we have that flexibility to be able to say, if you want to do your work in the evening, that's absolutely fine. Mm. And so I think there is that thing across all businesses now where people are finding different times of the day mm. to be productive that is not necessarily a part of that normal nine to five Mm. your productivity levels will go up and down throughout the day so Mm. it's just about making the most of those times when they're at the highest Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't know what they are till you wake up so yeah yeah. different on different days yeah and as long as you're not missing important meetings if you're getting the work done Mm. just do it when you can and this do not take this advice from me if you have a boss who's completely opposite to the advice (laughs) i'm giving to you I think I'm just talking more generally 
if you have the opportunity yeah. to be able to do that. And that's the point. These are all just tips and things that have worked for us or things that we've been able to adopt. Yes. And things are different for different people. And you'll find ways of adapting these things to suit you. But finally, and the the one that we talked about in, in the list of things before is, is looking after yourself. And that's yeah. that leads in quite nicely from where we've just left off really because it's it's about being kind to yourself you know no matter what your circumstances are you know there's all sorts of reasons why people might be finding working from home tricky there might be some people who like you say are absolutely loving it and don't really want to go back to what they were doing before but you just whatever it is you just have to avoid putting that extra or unnecessary pressure on yourself so like you've just said you know, keeping yourself to regular work hours, whether that's your nine to five, because that's what your boss expects of you, or that's when you need to be contactable. Or if you have to split those hours up across the day, you know, do that, make it fit, make it work for you. Yes. But the tip here is to be really mindful of keeping your work time and your personal time separate. So making sure whether it be through using your different spaces and your home, like we said before, um, making sure that you split that time between your working time and the time that you need to spend with your family and your and your friends there's a real common theme coming through here and mm. that is whether it's physical or mental yeah is dividing your time up yes so from a physical perspective we've talked already about this um having the room mm-hmm. if you've got the room mm. Or the space, if you have the space. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about mentally yeah. having the space or yeah. the time or the room to go into and be with yourself. Yeah. And that is really, really important. And I'm sure when we recap at the end, mm. we'll make sure we're really clear and we'll encourage people to make that list of these things that we talk about. Listen, we're not experts in this stuff. No. This is our journey. Mm-hmm. This is us discussing that journey and sharing some of the things that we found with others. What I would encourage anybody to do is not just listen to this while they're traveling around at home or whatever. Actually, just take a couple of notes yeah. and, and try it. And if it works, tell us. And if yeah. it doesn't, tell us. Yeah, exactly. Because we want to learn from other people as well. Yeah. So if you're listening to this now and there is something that we've not mentioned Mm -hmm. that you do that helps you be more productive or that's a great little trick for technology or just for working from home, Mm -hmm. then let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So one of the other things that fits into that really is finding some inspiration. So whether that be listening to a podcast, an audio book, your favorite music, you know, productivity and focus music, that's a big favorite of mine just to bring myself into a space where if I'm just struggling to focus um, or I just I need to kind of block out any extra noise or anything like that you know really really easy thing to to do or even short mindfulness exercises to re-energize and recharge it it's just finding something that can either recenter you or you know your momentum's gone a bit and you've lost yes. a bit of motivation what can you do to pick yourself back up and get back into that routine and that momentum really and that's where For me, golf comes in. Yeah. So uh, finding the opportunity to go and play golf, Mm -hmm. finding the opportunity to be on my own in the middle of a field, hitting a white ball for a few hours Mm. helps me just to recenter. Sometimes I haven't got four hours. Um, I have taken Billy to the driving range. That takes half an hour Mm -hmm. to do that, which is great. But like the other morning when I got up and did my meditation first thing, Mm -hmm. that took 10 minutes. Yeah. 
And it was just a way to centre myself and go, okay, I'm ready for the day now. Yeah. Let's crack on. Yeah. And the other tip really is, is trying to eat well, because that can go out the window really, really quickly. Easy for you to say. Well, <laughs> you can go one way or the other when you're working from home. And I've definitely swung between the two. Yeah. You no, know, you're at home, so you can be in for the shopping being delivered. You've got access you need to everything you need at home to make healthy meals. And sometimes you get into a really good rhythm. Other times you get into the zone working or you're just really busy with back-to-back meetings or you've just got tons to do and you forget or you haven't got the time or you just can't be bothered making something from scratch and you end up just making a sandwich or having a bag of crisps or a protein bar or whatever the thing is to hand that you grab and then you end up ordering something in for your tea. So the tip here is, you know, which comes back to the behaving as if you were going to work, but is being prepared where you can. And having lunches made and in the fridge. So you can just grab something quickly when you need to. I mean, I know I must follow my own advice more often. Yeah. But. I, th- I think as well, there's a whole thing about when you set off with the right intentions, mm. you can end up that those things that you get with the right intentions actually become more of a, a, a hindrance or um, a problem. So I'm going to give the example mm. where we've bought protein bars because we're doing more exercise. Yeah. We have protein bars. Now, the way they are supposed to be eaten Mm -hmm. is that after you've done some exercise Mm. or you're out on a long bit of exercise and you need something to pick you up, Mm -hmm. you will have your protein bar. Yeah. Now, we will very often replace our breakfast and or lunch (laughs) by just grabbing a protein bar. Yeah. That is not how protein bars are supposed to be consumed. No. And yes, it does make us feel full, but it's not the right thing to do. Mm. We're both aware of it and we're trying to do something about preparing, back to this thing about preparing for the day ahead at work. Yeah. I would never go into work with no money (laughs) and no lunch and just a protein bar. No, on purpose. On purpose. No, no, no. So why am I doing it at home when my fridge is full? And you've got the full (laughs) suite of materials available to you to have a healthy dinner. I know. And it is. And I think that's the point, isn't it? It's having these tips and things in mind because you can, it is really easy to fall into, into habits. And it's just one of these things that you keep reminding yourself of every so often just to try and bring yourself back to finding a more productive way of doing something. So, and there is, there's loads of really helpful advice out there around this yeah we've chatted through some of it today and out of that we've also created an article on the website that will signpost you out to lots of other really helpful resources and information too so head over to the website and check it out givesocial.co.uk so it's time for us to finish for today but we will be back next week with another episode and we can't wait for you to join us But before then, why not join our Facebook group, Give Social, or head over onto our website, givesocial.co.uk. We've got some special things lined up for subscribers and Facebook followers. We've got giveaways, guides, and free tips, so don't miss out. See you all next week for more Give Social. Bye-bye for now.